Okay, welcome to Tuesday, January 25th. Yesterday was a nightmare of a day in the morning, and then a hallelujah in the afternoon. Um, if you guys don't know, the the Dow um, was down about a thousand points yesterday, and it wound up coming back to positive. So I think it was like a four percent, five percent move total uh, in and out. Which for those of you that are new to stock investing unheard of in major indices so what we're looking at today we're looking at an open that's down um kind of it's a good thing with a move that big up yesterday you have to go down um tensions in ukraine are are weighing on the market um obviously covid still weighing on the market and probably the number one thing today kicks off the two-day fed meeting so tomorrow afternoon you'll hear from jay powell about interest rates that's the big one um, that's what the market has been fearing. That's what is going on. Uh, in looking at pre-market movers, you've got a bunch of... Uh, yesterday, we got a report from IBM. It was positive. Uh, the problem with IBM's earning was that they did not release guidance going forward. They refused. Um, so who knows what that means. <clears throat> um, t- this morning, we got American Express... Um, and, and several others, American Express, uh, beat across the board, but they were kind of hovering about the same. We got 3M um, kind of pointing to, hey, uh, inflation is real. Costs are going to go up, um, but they were right in line and their guidance was positive. So, uh, again, your guess is as good as mine as what's going on. And looking at the heat map yesterday, you saw Visa as a big down mover. Uh, Tesla was down 1.4%. Uh, Google was up. It looks like just under 0.5. Um, Facebook was a 2% mover. We went over um, kind of the uh, the PE ratios. And Facebook is still a relatively low uh, PE ratio at 22 of those FANG names. If you were to look at Google, um, they are at about a 25 Apple, I think, is at 26. Let me just look that one up. 28, sorry, 28. Um, all of the FANG names are down. Microsoft is down. It's going to be opening up, um, I think, at about 290. Yeah, it's trading at about 290 right now. It closed yesterday at 296. Their multiple is 33, so they're up there. Um, when we look at kind of the pre-market movers, uh I'm seeing a lot of biotech names that are up 30, 34%. Capricorn Therapeutics. Um, Apple is up there in, in like the number five spot. They're going to drop down about 3%, it looks like, in an open. So um, I expect today to be down. One of the questions was, hey, should I buy NVIDIA from one of my friends? <clears throat> um, and NVIDIA, it, well, it's going to open up down at about 223, um, 5%. Let's look at there just to give you a, a kind of a relative kind of comparison. Their PE ratio at 233, uh, which it closed at yesterday, is 72. That's probably got to come down more in line, even though NVIDIA, uh, you know, they trade on growth. So every quarter as they grow, their PE ratio comes down. But at 72, um, even future earnings, that's going to hurt, especially if we have inflation going up. Um, just to give you a, a kind of comparison, um, Ford is at a 29 PE ratio. 
Um, let's look at AMD, which is a competitor to NVIDIA. Uh, PE on AMD is 36. Now, is NVIDIA more of a positive mover than, um, than AMD? I don't know. AMD's trading at 113. You told me, you know, two months ago you could get uh, AMD at 113. I'd be buying it all day. It was trading at about 164. Um, that's its 52-week high on November 30th. So you can't always say, hey, just because it's come down, it's a good thing. Peloton was kind of the mover, uh, the first mover on this market where it really kind of tanked. Um, Peloton has no earnings, so their P.E. ratio is zero. Earnings per share is a loss of $2.14 on the last earnings report. Um, Let's look at Netflix. Netflix, their P.E. right now is a 34. That's more in line when you're trading at $377. When you were trading at 600, that was like 60 P.E., so again, the P/E ratio is is incredibly um, uh, useful in these times of uh, rising interest rates. You're going to see stuff go up. And by the way, yesterday was not an anomaly as far as what I'm being told from from a lot of my investment friends. We're going to see a lot of volatility over the next year. So uh, let's look at UCO. Let's look at what UCO. And I apologize. There's a trash truck going by. Um, UCO yesterday, it wound up kind of even, it almost the red line, it, it opened up at, it looks like about 104, close right at about 104. So there was some opportunities there, not much. Uh, oil is going up um, because of the Ukraine situation. Everybody says there, that oil will probably go up. If you want to play a uh, play an oil stock, Chevron is one, um, uh, I think symbol is let me look up their symbol real quick um chevron is uh, cvx and when you look at this one it's been on quite a run of late it's pulled back slightly um in the algorithm we had a trigger on december 23rd um at 11 30 the the afternoon uh candle to buy at 116 would have been a great trade because today it's trading at um, 127. Let me just look at the short term. Um, now, the, the thing with uh, Chevron CVX is that if oil is over $50 a barrel, which today it's trading at about 85, I believe, um, they are making money. They've brought that down. They used to be at 70. And over the pandemic, they brought it down to 50. Um, it's a company that provides a significant dividend anywhere between 1.34 and 4.21 depending on what it's trading at currently it's at 4.21 so um it's a i'm sorry i think 1.34 it's a great dividend they return the capital to investors their pe ratio is a 24 so it is kind of high but uh, even with a 24 that's kind of assuming that oil is going to go up so if oil starts to drag down, you're going to see Chevron go down. I don't assume that oil is going to go down. I assume that oil is going to go up. I've traded UCO. I've kind of said it on this one. UCO and SCO significantly over the past few years. Um, UCO and SCO. Uh, UCO, again, is at 104. SCO is about a $10 one. Yeah, it's $10.56. 
what you can do if you're good at charting, you can take a look at some triple bars, you can take a look at the MACD crossover, some RSI stuff. Right now, SCO is significantly oversold, um, which means that it's probably going to have some buyers on that one. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be looking at this second to buy it because the MACD is still kind of crossing under there. So I would wait for that kind of run. You can look at triple bars. If you want to Google some stuff, look at uh, uh, MACD strategy. You can look at an RSI strategy or you can look at a triple bar. If you want to look at triple bars on Google, you can do it. It's basically where you get a, a green bar, a red bar, and then a much larger green bar. That indicates that the, the stock most likely is going on a run. So um, you can use Bollinger Bands if you'd like. A lot of the stuff that I talk about and that I look up is technical stuff. It does not take in outside uh, outside forces or uh, events, meaning like the, the rate hikes or the, the Ukraine situation or news, anything of that sort. Um, the ARC funds are a good one. I just read an article this morning that Kathy Woods is doubling down uh, on her strategy. These have been <clears throat> a nightmare. I am in them. I have some tax situations where I can't get out of them. Uh, so I, I was looking to maybe play some options against them to hedge my bets. But you're looking at a stock RK that was trading, you know, about 120, 150. Uh, and currently it is trading at about 73. Um, it is still not a buy on the algorithm. The algorithm still, even though yesterday's 5% pop was uh, a positive move, it's still not a buy. So you're looking at, uh, again, what she owns, Kathy Woods, who's the um, fund manager of the ARK Investment Group, um, what she buys are high multiple stocks like Teladoc, TDOC, T-D-O-C is one that she buys. When you look at the multiple on this one, um, they have no earnings, so they have zero P-E ratio. That's not low. That's zero. Um, that's not a good thing. Their last earnings per share was $5.76 loss per share for their quarter. So that's a big one. Um, I forget some of the other ones. Oh, she owns Zoom. ZM is one that she owns. Um, their P-E ratio is 41. That's at $152. Remember, that stock was trading at $451 um, earlier last year um, on June, uh, sorry, February 16th, 2021. So you've got a significant lever there with these PE ratios. Um, she believes that innovation and, and uh, essentially cost cutting um, with the innovation is going to lead to higher margins and uh, companies will be willing to pay for these technologies in order to um, cut some of their costs. And, and that will lead to significant growth in these companies. She was right on Tesla. She was right on a lot of other things, a lot of other things. But she's continued to buy on the way down. And, and that has hurt her because a lot of people aren't going in there. Uh, remember, there's a difference between trading and investing. Investing is you buy uh, for the long haul, uh, you buy with a two to 10 year kind of range. Um, I will tell you one of the things that I constantly do with Bitcoin is um, I buy on the way down and sell on the way up. Um, that's how you dollar cost average and it's smaller chunks. Uh, one of the questions that, that I had from um, 
from listener Grant yesterday was, hey, where should I put um, some of my speculative money? I just lost some money and I'm trying to gain it back. I've sold some and I've got some cash. Patience. Patience is the key. Uh, that's that's something that you just want to make sure that you're, you're, you're patient. I wouldn't be buying into the market today. I still think that we're looking at a way down. There was a good article um, from CNBC, and I'll put it on our Twitter, um, from CNBC, and I think his name is Mike Jones, or I forget his name, but uh, he's from Morgan Stanley or J.P. Morgan or one of those, and he believes that the S&P is going to go down to 4,000. Uh, just so you know, the S&P today is at 4410. 4, so that's a 10% move where we're going down to. If that's the case, you're looking at Apple probably at about 140. Uh, you're looking at Microsoft probably at about 250. Um, you know, from where they're trading today. That's a that would be, you know, you're looking at Ford at about probably 18. Um, you're looking at, you know, some of these like Bank of America, probably down to 40 to 44 today. If that 10% move does happen, you could be in trouble if you're trying to play these. Um, one of the other things that I told Grant was don't have any more than 5% of your, uh, of your total portfolio in speculative, um, meaning crypto, uh, crypto speculative. I don't care which crypto you trade. I trade Bitcoin and Ether just because Ethereum, just because um, they are the two main ones. And I don't want to get stuck holding a, a, a rug pull or one that is significantly kind of lost. Doge is a, a famous one. Doge was started as a joke. Um, I don't trust it, even though it's been pumped up by Elon Musk. I just don't trust it. And that's a good, you know, I, I do own a Tesla. Um, Tesla today it closed at 9.30. It looks like it's going to open up closer to 900. Um, their P.E. ratio, just so you know, is 301. When analysts tell you that the valuation of Tesla is crazy, it is crazy. But you've got, um, let me see, uh, they've got a significant amount of stock uh, out there. Um, they don't need to raise. They've got a ton of... Uh, uh, a ton of liquidity, so they don't need to raise anytime soon, even though they have two enormous gigafactories uh, going on uh, under construction. They don't need to raise, and, and Elon probably won't raise. He's not a big fan of Wall Street, but 301 is crazy for this stock. Uh, I still own it. I hold it. I bought it early. Um, I've got a significant gain in it. Um, I bought the ARC funds to try and play it safe. The ARC funds, if you do a comparison of the ARC funds versus Tesla, Tesla has been a significantly better investment than ARC over the past two years. So, um, again, do your research. Uh, today, I would be trading Uvixi. I think the, uh, the volatility is going to lead to a significant increase in, uh, in volatility. In fact, it closed at 1768 yesterday. Uh, it, it is now open at 19. So that's a nice 10% move right there. Uh, if you're looking for something, again, Uvixi is one that you want to trade. UCO and SCO are also ones you trade. You don't own. These are depreciating value assets. So essentially, over time, you will lose money. Now, UCO, if you look at a long-term chart of it, you probably aren't losing money. 
And the reason for that is oil continues to go up. So you've really got to do uh, some trading, I think, today. If you want to buy long term, I would buy small chunks because, again, I don't think we're done going down. Uh, if I just look at it right now, we're up. Um, we're not positive, but we're up off the lows that was earlier. So it looks like the, the Dow uh, is 0.7% um, down, starting out opening up at about uh, minus 276. So I'll, uh, it's 845 right now. I'll stop. I'm going to go do some research. Essentially today, just so everybody knows, I'm probably nibbling on some Microsoft um, if it gets down to the 280 level, 285 level, I think. Um, I'm going to probably look at some Facebook. Um, the reason I'm going to look at Facebook is I think their multiple is low. If that gets down to around the 290 mark again today, I'll probably pick up some Facebook. And here comes another garbage truck. So with that, I'll leave you. I'll be back tomorrow. I might do an after thing. Remember to look at our uh, Instagram and our uh, Twitter. If you want any links, I'll, I'll pin up. Uh, I use TrendSpider as my charting software. Um, I'll, I'll, if you want anything up there about a stock, I'll throw it up there. Um, I don't have any specific names that I would be buying heavily today. Um, there's just nothing out there that I think kind of, you know, screams at me that, oh my God, this is a bargain and you should buy it. Um, but again, nibbling on things that have a PE ratio of lower than 20, probably a good idea. Um, I'm a little bit more risky than that in that I want Facebook. I want to add to my Google position um, and Facebook. I have a small position on, not a large one, but I do think that they offer um, something. And, and the reason I'm not a big Facebook user, but I am a big Instagram user and I like Instagram. Facebook owns Instagram. So again, look at our Twitter, look at our Instagram. I'll post some charts. If you'd like some, some requests, just message me. Um, you can do it publicly on Twitter. You can do it publicly on um, Instagram. You can do it privately. Not, don't really care which. I'll, I'll, I'll look at replying to you. Thanks for listening. 